0: Good morning, is Tyg and Daniel. It's
1: going to be very exciting Tyg. You're going to be thrilled to learn this. Uh, last night I had something that I haven't eaten in a long, long time. I bet you haven't eaten one in forever either. It's a pomegranate. No, I
0: don't well, think I've ever eaten a pomegranate. When's the last
1: time you had a pomegranate?
0: Not even sure that I've met a pomegranate. Uh, let me go ahead and tell you, don't even bother. Oh, really? Too much work. Mm. They they use those in drinks now. Do you notice that? Like, they use fancy... Fr- like, we were in the airport, me and my family, and um, Brittany wanted to get, a you know, one of those... By oh, the way, wives, they don't ever order the $3 drinks. It's always the $15 drink. Mm-hmm. And uh, one had something called guava. You know what that is? When is it every time? It, when I, have I, you know eaten what? a guava? I know, what is of,
1: that? I know of it, but I actually don't know what a guava is either.
0: Anyway, it must be like a, a magnet to ladies because uh, they see a drink with guava. Apparently, that's where they're going. And um, and we order. she orders the drink and looks at the waiter. And there, there was probably a pomegranate drink there, but she chose the guava. And the waiter goes... Uh, You don't want to do that. The waiter who works there is encouraging her not to get the guava. He didn't want to make it. It's a fancy name. It could have been that. But also maybe we go for fancy names when we we don't really know what it tastes like, but it just sounds fancy, so you need to get it. But a pomegranate in a drink, a guava in a drink, that's all the rage now.
1: Well, I guess my point is some food's just not worth the work that it takes to eat them. Like uh, pomegranate, not a very big reward for all the work you have to go through. think so. Sunflower seed, a lot of work. Not tiny, a big
0: reward. Tiny, tiny seed. Well, there's, uh, there's pros and cons of that, because I actually do like a pistachio. That's too hard, too. It's hard to eat a pistachio, but here at work, they've got them already shelled for well, not, sale.
1: Not just here at work, in any store okay. ever.
0: But it's more expensive than gold nuggets itself. Once it's yeah. shelled, if they do the work for you, you're going to pay. And I don't know, how do they do that? Do they got a guy shelling them, or does it go through a machine I'd to I'd imagine shelling? they have a uh, robotic <laughs> machine. <laughs> so I kind of like the work. It's kind of an exercise. The Tiger
1: Daniel Podcast. Brought to you by Snow's Furniture.
0: Trucks, Daniel has a theory about uh, you ladies that you don't want a guy that's just like a pushover and does everything you say. You say, Daniel, you, there's like uh, something to like a little tension going on. Maybe it's more exciting somehow, like that it's a challenge.
1: I would say more, it's passion, not tension, or you're not being difficult to be difficult, but I don't think anybody wants somebody just going to roll over.
0: All right, you be the lady, and you, I'll be the, the guy who rolls over, and you tell me to do something.
1: You um, put me on the spot. I'm the lady?
0: You're the lady.
1: Well, buddy, uh, where do you want to go eat? Wherever you want. The, the, but then I'm also being difficult, so...
0: I see. So, um, but Daniel says that, um, you know, in our minds, guys, we have this idea that we should just follow orders and be easy to get along with. But Daniel says that you actually don't want that.
1: Yeah. And then there was a lady, uh, there's a new dating term. Talk. It's called golden retriever. And what is that? It's a uh, when the guy's like easy to train and all that. Say <laughs> <So laughs> he's he's sweet, gentle, easy to train. Okay. Hey,
0: good morning. What's up?
2: Hey, so... Real women want the German shepherd guy.
1: Now, what she's referring to is that term, the golden retriever (laughs) man that we talked about earlier. That's the kind of guy that they say is uh, like a golden retriever. He's sweet, gentle, affectionate, and eager to please, and not to mention easy to train. You say that is not the case. You want a, a German shepherd guy. What does that mean?
2: Have you heard of that? Well, that one's more of the protective man, the one that's more masculine, and the... He's sweet and cuddly on the out on the inside. Mm
0: -hmm. So like uh, like at
2: home he's the cuddly one, or at home he would be more the sweet golden retriever type on the outside. For everybody else, he doesn't look like a little puppy following you around, doing as you please. They're like you are on an equal playing field, you know. Because if you get with a woman that is not like that, I think that's a lot of these younger girls now. That's how
0: they are. Mm. They They like the golden retriever? They like guys that are real soft. Yeah,
2: they do. They like Uh. these guys that are real soft and not masculine, and they're, like, sharing hair products and
0: weird. Shared hairspray and stuff. But what do you think about Daniel's theory that ladies, uh, it sounds good on paper to have, like, a, a super nice guy that just does whatever you say, but he's concerned that that might not be exciting. Maybe you want a little bit of tension. A little bit of passion, I mean.
1: I think there should be i think
2: i don't know i i don't think i want somebody that just does every little thing i say just something <laughs> what? if you get with a woman that's kind of strong-headed you're gonna to have to be strong-headed too, or you're just gonna get ran over
0: Oh. Huh. look at you.
1: you remember we had this thing on the radio once where uh somebody to win a contest somebody had to call and they could only say one sentence and if they could keep somebody on the phone for 30 seconds they would win a prize and we had this lady uh, back in our hometown in auburn call, and the sentence was, I think you should have done more for me for Mother's Day.
0: So we have this lady call her husband, and the only thing she can say is, I think you should have done more for me for Mother's Day. And this guy, she called and she said that to him. And this
1: guy was like, "Well, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, sweetheart. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm really sorry. Like, he sounded so dejected, so defeated. Mm-hmm. He just, like, turned over.
0: And took it. And took it. The
1: lady leaves the guy after a few years. Because he would just roll over and do whatever. So maybe you're onto
0: something. That's like a wet paper bag. <laughs> yeah, now he's single. Yeah. Even though he's nice. Well,
1: I think we figured out uh, love. Yeah, uh, we figured tonight. out all the
0: uh, answers to the universe. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tiger Daniel. 740, what are we doing, Daniel? We've got those Parker McCollum tickets. You're not going to lay down take it. You're still going to do that contest, aren't That's you? That's right, buddy. All here with Tyke and Daniel. Good morning, guys. Tyke and Daniel on 98.5 The 4. Daniel, uh, Jackie Cooper Nissan, I got to tell you, they're, they're pretty nice people down there.
1: They are nice. Uh, in fact, you walk it, they, they give you too much. They're like your grandparents. They, uh, they say, here, here's Kelly Blue Book value plus up to 1500 on your trade in.
0: Yeah, how about that? How and about? you can just sell your car if you want to at Jackie Cooper Nissan. And if you're like me, I don't have an extra car. But what if I needed to get rid of my car, but I needed a new car after that? They got low interest rates all over the lot, Daniel. And this is important here. Uh, you guys got lives to live. You can't go to like 10 different places. Jackie Cooper Nissan has the largest inventory in the entire state right now. How about that?
1: Don't drive all the way around town. Just go right to Jackie Cooper Nissan.
0: This morning, um, I thought it was going to be colder than it actually was. And I before I got in the shower, I hit my little remote, starts the car. My Nissan starts the car. Get out of the shower, go get in the car, toasty. Congratulations. <laughs> it also <laughs> does
1: that in the summertime, though, too. Like, if you get in your, your
0: car, it you want to be cooler. Yeah, it knows yeah. the temperature and adjusts it. It's pretty smart. They're pretty smart cars. And uh, they're safe, and they look good. They figured it out at Nissan. Jackie Cooper Nissan. Just go to their website, JackieCooperNissan.com to get started. Hey, it's 98.5 The
1: Bull with Ty and... Hey, Daniel. Uh, Bought a house here in Tulsa what, about six months ago or so, mm-hmm. and uh, it's my first year with a house in Tulsa. I get a letter in the mail the other day, and it's, uh, I guess, from a uh, treasurer or something like that, and they're like, uh, you owe this, and it's uh, the, to the tune of about $2,500. What? What the heck is even that? The who sent you that? I don't know. It's uh, like some guy with the... <laughs>
0: some guy. <laughs> I guess he's with the city or the state. Is that like property taxes? Well, that should be wrapped into your mortgage payment.
1: Oh well, yeah, yeah. It better be because I guess who don't have two thousand
0: dollars laying around. Well, what I think happens is I, I think I get that notice too, and your mortgage company is going to pay that because you've been adding extra to your your payments. For this specific purpose, they oh, kind of do I? a savings account for you. Yeah. Have I, though? I Well, I whenever I applied, you know, to get a loan and stuff like that, yeah, they add all that tax to your payment. Okay, so
1: this is not a situation where I was supposed to tell them to take out extra.
0: No. What like, do
1: I do with that letter?
0: You can just hold on to it, but that should be paid already. Well, it ain't
1: paid. It said, no, they'll uh, send you, you an
0: invoice, but the mortgage company's going to send them the money. Are you sure? Oh, I'm like 75% there.
1: Oh, 75%. Well, listen, buddy, I ain't got no $2,000 laying around. Oh, Daniel's going to be out of the old soup kitchen if that's the case.
0: Daniel, as he describes, he's going through his own personal Great Depression. You did buy a nice house in a great area. I'll give you that. However, you're what I would call house poor, which means the mortgage payment is so high That you have no money left over after that.
1: Well, this uh, everybody I talked to, and even you, were like, yeah, buying is the way to go. That's what you should do. Dave Ramsey's like, the interest rates will come down, buy, buy, buy. And uh, I bought it. They still haven't came down. But I saw in the news it said, like, next year they're supposed to come down like 10 times. I don't know if that's true or not. That's
0: a guess. but um, A guess. mm -hmm. It was in the news. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think they know what the Federal Reserve is going to do. I think they kind of, like, get an idea of what they might do. But Daniel's basically waiting for the day that interest rates go back down to 2% so he could refinance.
1: 2%? I would take like five would be a dream come true. <laughs> this thing I got it at what, man. 7.37?
0: Yeah, that's pretty high.
1: And if you ever want people to tell you how low their interest rate is, tell them how high yours is. I walk around and I'm like, oh man, it's pretty rough. And
0: people say, what's your rate? I'll say 7.37. They're like, oh my, it's free. Yeah, now I'm trying to keep from saying my interest rate. You're Congratulations, right.
1: Congratulations, all you guys, right after COVID, got 2% interest rates. Good for
0: I you. Did. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice in my world.
1: <laughs> uh, it'll be, uh, they'll, they'll come back down, right?
0: Yeah, they will. And you'll refinance and you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Everything will be good. Just not now. It's not going to be good for a while. <laughs> I'm going to have to file for bankruptcy. This is terrible. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tyg and Daniel Scotty McCreary. Five minutes till seven. Uh-oh. All right, Daniel, we ready for this concert announcement. It's 98.5 The Bull. Hello, Daniel. I am ready, yes. You want to do the honors? Yeah, did you want to do a drum roll? Yeah, or... here it is. Big concert announcement.
1: Mr. Gary Allen is going to be I'm at the Hard Rock just Live. Out here
3: watching take off and fly. That's
1: Gary Allen, uh, April 5th at uh, Hard Rock Live. Starting to get a lineup for these shows next
0: year. That's going to be so fun. He's, like, a really nice guy, too. Very nice. Remember the first time that, like, we had a radio job together and Gary Allen came to town? And you know how a lot of meet and greets are, like, you just stand there and take a picture and move and stand there and take a picture and move? This guy, he got, like, a room in this venue, and he made it look like a living room. And he had his dog there, and he just sat on the couch and talked to us and other people. We were amazed by it. It was pretty good. So go ahead and mark your
1: calendars for April 5th. And uh, you know what? We ought to give away a pair of tickets right now to see Gary Allen. We've got uh, tickets to the show April 5th again at Hard Rock Live, uh, 918-879-9898. That's
0: 918-879-9898. Every This to be a hell of a show, man. All right, so as Daniel says, 918-879-9898, 918-879-9898. 98.5 The Bull. Daniel just made a pretty cool
1: concert announcement. What's happening, Daniel? Gary Allen's going to be at Hard Rock Live on April, what did I say it was, April 5th.
0: We wanted to send. What are you guys out to see the show?
1: And it was Sandra from Broken Arrow, who we talked to Sandra a lot during the Sound of Mula. How are you this morning, Sandra? I'm doing fine, thank you. Uh, you say you and your your daughter have a house cleaning business? Yes. It's called Bust the Dust. Bust the Dust. Pretty good. I love that name, Sandra. Well, thank you. Uh, <laughs> what is your uh, top cleaning uh, tip for us? I think maybe your daughter told us it was that O-cedar uh, mop, the one that, and I have one of those yes. myself. Do you have one of those, Ty? <laughs> yeah, it spins around. We ought to give, we got to yes. give those away one week because I love that thing. I can't imagine going back to any other kind of mop. Would you say that's the best mop, Sandra? Yes, I would. What's we another, love it. what's another little tip you could uh, impart on us?
3: Um, if you have, like on your refrigerator where the water, If you have a water dispenser Hmm. and, like, that hard water gets in a little tray. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot of people can't get that out of there. Well, if you'll use toilet toilet bowl cleaner on that, it'll take it right off. Oh, look at that. Don't leave it on very long, but it just eats
1: it right off. So that hard water, if
0: you use a little bit of toilet water, it cleans it right (laughs) off.
3: (laughs) No, toilet toilet bowl cleaner. Toilet bowl (laughs) cleaner.
0: Got it. Well, that's way different. Yes. What is the weirdest thing you've seen in somebody's house? Oh,
1: my gosh.
3: Um... Cleaned a rental where they left a dog in the home for a couple weeks after they moved out.
0: Terrible. Oh my God. So what
3: did you do? Uh, It took quite a while to try to clean that house up.
0: I'm talking about the dog. (laughs) What happened with the dog?
3: Oh, the dog? No, somebody had actually come and got the dog and took it to rescue before we went in to clean.
0: Okay, good. Whoa. (laughs)
1: I understand that uh, yeah. vinegar is a very good cleaning product, too. I tried that. Uh, I watched some something on TikTok, and they were like, if you want your clothes to be soft, put some vinegar in there. Don't worry. Your clothes won't smell like vinegar. Um, I did it. My clothes did smell like vinegar. I smelled like a summer's eve. Really? Yeah. I guess I should have. I put it in the uh, <laughs> fabric softener compartment of my washing machine. I guess I just should have poured it in with the uh, other detergent. Um, I
0: haven't put it in with detergent before. Yeah, it's not 1920s. So I don't you can use know. Like, actual soap and stuff nowadays. Well, yeah, I, use,
1: I don't watch it just in pure vinegar, Ty. <laughs> okay,
0: Ty you know. does this thing where he washes his
1: clothes and leaves it in the washing machine for a week and then wears yeah. it into work and then it's sour. <laughs> and I did sour once. Asking everybody, like, hey,
0: do I stink? <laughs> Somebody gave me a hug at work. And then I went and apologized to him because I go, um, I think I smelled sour. You know that's bad, tag if you somebody gives you
1: a hug and then they go off and dry heave.
0: <laughs> well, look at you. Uh, Gary Allen's coming to town. And um, congrats on the big win. It's ninety eight five The Bull. And more stuff to give away, Daniel, because we've got coming up at 740. Parker McCollum tickets. Here on eight five The Bull.
1: Ninety eight five The Bull Weather. Provided by Community Care.
0: Your locally owned health plan. The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Hey, Daniel.
1: Been a little under the weather lately, Tig, but that doesn't stop me from uh, inventing. Mm -hmm. I've thought of many inventions over the years. I've thought of, uh, remember my big idea a few weeks ago, a few months ago, was uh, a Sniffers app. That's where uh, it's like an Uber app, but instead of a ride, somebody will come to your house and come in and smell of it and let you know if your house smells or not.
0: Because we go nose blind, and we might be in a stinky house and not know it.
1: Right, Sniffers.
0: But somebody with a fresh nose come over.
1: That it's gonna make a million dollars. We'd like to do this thing called Sharks Tank, where I pitch an idea, and then you decide if it's a good idea. If you're in, if you want to invest, or you're out. What did okay. you with sniffers? Did you invest, or did you? Were you? I thought out? that
0: was a pretty good app. Yeah, I you know, agree. I think I would pay ten or fifteen bucks for somebody to come smell my house.
1: I've got a hot new idea, Ty. Oh boy! I'm gonna pitch it. You could uh, be in. You could be a millionaire with me, and uh, we will let one caller also be a, one of the sharks.
0: Okay, so we're looking for somebody else to maybe hear Daniel's idea and decide if you would like to get in on this. Uh, 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. If you would like to be a shark this morning. This is the one, Tug. This is the one? This is the idea. Is it Gonna better put than us... Sniffers? Could be better than the Sniffers, Eric. All right. Well, let's see what happens. Uh, call up. Be a shark with me. It'll be like me and you on the panel. We'll listen to Daniel's idea and decide whether or not it's worthy of our you'll be
1: investment. deciding this morning if you want to be rich or, or be poor. on skid row the rest of your Let's life see.
0: 918-879-9898 it's 918 879 in the meantime as we get ready for daniel's pitch we'll pass the time with jelly roll and laney wilson with but and daniel this is 98.5 the bull good morning 98 Five The Bull with Tyg and Daniel. Uh, you know that show Shark Tank where people get on and they uh, pitch their ideas to rich people, you know? Daniel's got an idea this morning, and I guess I'm going to be one of the sharks. And then we have two uh, sharks on the line with us, too, calling in.
1: Yes, we have uh, Megan is a shark this morning, mom of three, an insurance adjuster. Megan, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Are you ready to invest and become rich?
2: Uh, we will see how good your idea is All party.
1: right. Also, Samantha, a stay-at-home mom of two. How are you, Samantha? I'm doing good. How are you guys? I'm um, great. Are you ready to hear the idea and possibly invest and become rich? Yes. Yeah. All right, Sharks. Let's hear it. Here we go. Uh, all of you have children, am I correct, Sharks? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Ty, did you forget you're one of the Sharks? Too. Yeah, yeah Ty's over a... here in Never Neverland. <laughs> he just sometimes just looks off like he's in Vietnam. <laughs> Okay, so have you guys ever been to the mall? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And what's the number one problem that you find with your family when you're
0: at the mall?
2: They want to buy everything.
0: I might lose my kid. Those
2: middle shops, those middle shops are a problem for me. (laughs)
1: Like Tyke said, he might lose his kid. Mm -hmm. And everybody's seen that uh, nightmare, right? Mm-hmm. Another huge problem you have at the mall is whenever the family goes to the food court, not everyone wants to eat at the same place, right? Right. You guys all have to separate and yeah, go to your different places to, to go eat. To the, uh, right. to
0: hibachi place, one wants the Chick-fil-A or whatever.
1: And after that, you've lost the children. You've lost your husband. <laughs> They're somewhere. Where are they? Who knows? Mm-hmm. This would be a laser projector that you put on the table... And it will shine a laser up to the ceiling to indicate where your table is. It's a family food court (laughs) beacon. Almost like Batman. You know how he has that bat symbol. They shine up into the sky whenever they need his help. Mm -hmm. This would project Mm -hmm. a laser onto the top of the ceiling. And you know exactly where your family is. And you can reunite with your family at the food court. Family food court beacon. (laughs) Are you guys in or are you in? I'm in. Well, explain. (laughs) Explain. Yeah. (laughs) Who, who is that? Is that Megan? We'll start with you. Megan, uh, what are you thinking about the Family Food Court Beacon?
2: So, I think I'm out. Um, <laughs> we already use an app that tells us where everyone is. Mm-hmm. I have teenagers, so I don't know that this Food Court Beacon would be necessary for us.
1: Now, you're talking about that. What's that app, that Life 360?
2: Live three sixty.
1: Yes, but that doesn't uh, that doesn't hone down, you know, that close, does it? Oh yes, it does. Yeah, it does. You're telling me that it, you can use that app, and it's better than the beacon that will shine up onto the ceiling that you could see. Yes. <laughs> All right, Megan. She says she's out. She would rather use an app. Uh, but what if your phone is dead, Tig? What if uh, you can't get service in the mall? Mm. All right, Megan. That's fine. When, I'm, when I'm rich and you're living in garbage, that's going to be fun. Can Samantha, I ask some questions? Or... Well, let's see what Samantha says, and we'll get to you, Ty. Samantha, uh, the family food court beacon, what are your thoughts?
2: I am, I'm in. Um, I have Life 362, but I think that would be an easier way to get them all to
1: be in one place. Oh, so you say even the children could uh, look up and see the beacon projected onto the ceiling yes. and gather up underneath yes. the table. All right, so yes. Samantha's in.
0: Megan is out. Ty, you're the final shark. I've got what a couple of thoughts here. Okay, you let's like hear them. Hear them. Mm-hmm. I think you're uh, you're having a failure of imagination. Excuse me. You're saying just the food court. What about when we get a gathering place?
1: Well, I don't know how that would project onto a ceiling if there's no ceiling in there's gathering. Sometimes
0: place. Sometimes a cloud level that you—that's how Batman does it, right? Mm-hmm. So I I think that you're kind of pigeonholing yourself to make this only an application for malls, when uh you know kids get lost at gathering place all the time. Um, so I think you should expand your business to other public venues.
1: The problem if I make a laser that will go all the way up to the clouds for gathering place is that's going to, that laser is going to cost you a lot of money. This, the family food court
0: beacon only be about $4. My other thought is, um, you expect (laughs) us to be a, a runaway success, right? Oh my God, it's gonna make so much money. Then won't it get crowded in the other beacons that are also being shown to the ceiling? No, because it'll be your own specific beacon. So we have like a logo. Um, and yeah.
3: oh, what if other people come to your beacon?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> we will have to. I have... Don't want all the what people. if yeah, will strangers
1: says, come up like, to our kids?
2: What if it just says like um, like your last name or something? Kids ah. come here.
0: Kids <laughs> come here. <laughs> then I'm concerned about my privacy. You know, everybody knows my yeah, last name that's now, true. and yeah. then they know I have a kid, and then that makes me uncomfortable. Oh, uh, Daniel.
1: I'll just use my app. Hold on, Tig. <laughs> you're worried that people will find out you have a kid. If you're sitting at the table with your kid, don't, won't they then see I that you also <laughs> have a kid? But
0: I don't announce it to everybody. Just the people around me would see it. Um, Daniel, I think that um, I like the spirit of your idea, but mm-hmm. there's already a technology out there better than the beacon at the mall, as they've said, with Live 360. And for those reasons, and also that you don't consider other events like sporting events and stuff to use this, I am out.
1: All right. Well, uh, you and Megan, I hope you enjoy a life of poverty. When me and Samantha are living on top of the Mayo Clinic, eating caviar every night, we're going to look down on yeah. you guys and uh, mock you're gonna, you.
0: You're going to live on the Mayo Clinic? The Mayo Hotel, whatever that is. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, that'll be a good when life, we live in the, in the hospital. When we
1: live in the penthouse of the Mayo Clinic, you're going to be like, yeah. oh, crap. All you right. guys are going to be living it up yeah, down there right. in Orpha's while me and uh, Samantha are having margaritas on top of the Mayo Clinic. I think when we
3: hang up, Danielle, you should go and Google the Mayo Clinic and look for the penthouse.
1: I've had <laughs> drinks on top of the roof of the Mayo Clinic many times, lady.
0: <laughs> well, I hope you make a lot of money, Daniel. Okay. I hope so,
1: too. And I hope you and Megan enjoy your Me destitution.
0: It's, uh, it's uh, ninety-eight-five <laughs> the bull, Daniel, but we're uh, imparting some wealth coming up in just like 10 minutes here at 740, yeah. right?
1: Parker McCollum tickets are up for grabs.
0: Right here with Tyga, Daniel. Good morning, guys. Thank Daniel you. 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull with Tag and Daniel. And <laughs> Daniel says we're doing a, a Disney quiz for uh, tickets today to see Parker McCollum. And it's all dudes on the line today. Well,
1: what's wrong with that, Tag? Well,
0: I just, I don't know. I feel like uh, grown men don't know a lot about Disney. Well, no, right?
1: you don't think that grown men maybe have shown their children Disney movies? Well,
0: or? probably they've watched it with their kids and stuff. Okay. All right, so... You don't think fathers? I I don't know. It's
1: little, uh, little weird. Uh, Jake uh, is on line one. Rodney's on line two. Jake, uh, you say you're in pest control? Yes. Jake, my dad back in the uh, I would say mid '80s at my house in my hometown, he got under the house and he spread some chemical around. That uh, has since been Ill- it's been determined to be illegal. And uh, whatever that chemical was, he put onto the house. We never saw another bug to this day. That's how strong the chemical was. Now, my dad did later on grow a third testicle. What do you think that chemical was?
0: Chlorinate.
1: I don't know what it was, Ty, but listen.
0: <laughs> Your dad mutated?
1: I never saw a, a bug within a mile of that house. <laughs> Uh, taking on Jake's It Had today. to be Chloridane. Chloridane? They don't make, why did they stop oh, selling yeah.
2: that? Uh, because it, it wouldn't make you grow a third
1: testicle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, taking on Jake is Rodney. How are you, Rodney? I'm doing great. And you uh, You say, what do you do for a living? Uh, I do weed control.
0: Weed control. Lots of control this morning. Pest control, weed yeah, control. What kind of Weed.
1: Uh,
3: nutsedge, crabgrass, things
1: like that. Oh, whoa, I'm not sure we can say crabgrass on the radio. Is that, would the FCC allow that? (laughs) No.
3: Uh
1: (laughs) Uh-oh. Okay, Rodney. All right, guys, uh, got some questions about Disney animated movies today. We will start with Jake. What did Cinderella's carriage turn into at midnight? Pumpkin. It was a pumpkin. Rodney. What part of Dumbo's body is larger than normal? His ears. His ears is correct. Todd, please don't tell me you've lost the bell. Okay, here we go. And one for Jake. All right, guys. Uh, Jake, (laughs) what movie is about a puppet who wants to become a real boy?
0: Pinocchio.
1: Pinocchio is correct. Ty, do your Geppetto impression. I don't
0: know what that is.
1: That's the guy that uh, built Pinocchio, and he's like, "Oh, my Pinocchio's a boy. He's a boy." All right, Rodney. What type of animal is Finn in the movie Frozen? He's a moose. That is incorrect. Mm. He is a reindeer. Uh reindeer. Jake, what is the name of the princess in Aladdin? Jasmine. Jasmine is correct. Rodney, what were Lady and the Tramp eating when they accidentally kissed? Spaghetti. Spaghetti is correct. Jake has three. Rodney has (laughs) two. Two questions to go. All right. This is from way back in the day, Jake. Jake. What type of animal is Robin Hood in the 1973 animated movie? A fox. Fox is correct. correct. Rodney. Which one of Disney's princesses is Native American?
2: Uh, the one from Princess and the Frog. What's her name?
3: Uh, I don't know her name. That is uh,
1: incorrect on both counts. That was Pocahontas. Pocahontas. Oh. Jake. In Beauty and the Beast, what household object was Mrs. Potts, the household Uh, cook, transformed into? A maid. What household object was Mrs. Potts, the household uh, cook? A teapot. Teapot is correct. Rodney. What 2010 movie was loosely based on the story of Rapunzel? Uh, tangled Tangled is correct. And with that, the final score. Jake has five. Rodney has three. Jake has defeated Rodney in the 98-5 Bowl fight. But, Congrats. Jake, you've got a decision to make. Are you going to hold on to these Parker McCollum tickets? Or are you going to give these to Rodney? Uh, Rodney, why should um, Jake give you the tickets?
3: Um, man, keep them for yourself. Have
1: fun, my guy. All right. Well, a compelling speech by uh, Rodney to Jake. But, Jake, the decision is yours to make. What do you say here? I guess I'll keep them. All right. Well, Jake, uh, Pest Control is going to keep these tickets. He's going to go see Parker McCollum December 30th at the BOK Center.
0: Thank you. You're All welcome. Right Have fun of the show. <laughs> and Dana, we continue with our show. 98.5 The War. We're back tomorrow with more chances to win Parker McCollum tickets, 740, with our bullfight. So Brian on the ball. There's actually something I'm afraid to mention on the radio because uh, if you listen to the show, you know Daniel can, can get on to me pretty bad. And I did something and I'm embarrassed in a sense, but really I'm not. But I, I'm curious about how Daniel will react to this. Good morning, it's 985 The Bull. Every single day, about 2 2.30, I go get my kid from school and I get into that pickup line. And I know that parents know the pain. The pickup line is not always 100% working correctly. Um, and, it, you know, it's a line. And to me, by definition, a line is something you wait your turn and then you move, you wait your turn you move, you wait your turn you move up. Um, But people are parking in the pickup line. Like, they park in the pickup line, they get out and they go do their thing. And they chit-chat with other parents and then they go, I don't know what they're doing. So I go... um, Like last week, I go to pick up my kid, and it's a total disaster over there, the pickup line, uh, because people are parking in the line that's supposed to move. And what happens is you line up behind somebody, and you don't know they're not in their car. So you're just kind of waiting patiently for them to go. And then after about three or four minutes of that, you go, why isn't this person moving? And then you go around them, and you realize there's nobody in the cab of the car. Endlessly frustrating. Plus, I'm already a wreck because there's kids running around everywhere. You know, it's just the crossing guard and all that. You know, you're just nervous over there. What are you laughing about? Nothing. Go ahead. You know, I'm being very, very careful at the pickup line because you don't know when a kid's gonna dart out by accident or not paying attention or whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so finally, uh, after like two months of this, I finally uh I snitched.
1: What do you who who? I, I emailed the principal. Oh my God. What do you Come mean, oh my god? Buddy.
0: I was very respectful. I was like, I know you guys have like a thousand things going on. And I couldn't even imagine doing y'all's job and that kind of stuff. And I said, I don't know if you've noticed this, but people are parking, and they have no parking signs all over the place. I said, people are parking and getting out of the cars, and it's messing up the whole line, and now it's spilling into other main arteries in Tulsa. And uh, she wrote back, like within an hour, I'd say, and she was very nice. She's like, you know what? You're exactly right. This should be taken care of. We're going to get an officer out there. <laughs> oh,
1: see, now we're pulling an officer off the street also that you guys... <laughs> Can do your pickup line smoother?
0: Well, the uh, the officer was supposed to come out there and, like, train parents for a day, essentially. Like, you know, hey, you can't park there, move along, and all that. And then after a day or two, they, we'd get the the hang of things, and then we would go back to an operating pickup line. Do
1: you ever suspect that sometimes it might be people that are not normally picking up other people's – like, I go pick up your son sometimes, and I don't yes. want to fool with that pickup line, so mm-hmm. I just park and walk
0: – fifty feet. I could tell that uh every now and then there's like a grandmother who's in town and she's tasked with picking up the kids and maybe she doesn't know. That's fine.
1: And so you've essentially now called or emailed the principal and then now you want the police to come out to police this grandma who might not know what she's doing.
0: <laughs> well somebody's gotta learn. Anyhow I guess um, they sent a cop out there or something like that and he spends a day kind of training the parents or whatever and now everybody's supposed to know what to do. I go there yesterday and I'm so excited because now In my mind, everything's taken care of. We've been trained properly. Nobody's going to... People parking in the line again. Like, nobody cares. And I don't get it because there's signs that say don't park here. Also, just by general recognizing what's going on around you, you don't park in a line. That'd be like if I went to McDonald's and just parked and went in, in the drive-thru. That's crazy.
1: I've asked you this before, and I'm going to ask you again. All right. Why not just park? Walk the 50 feet and avoid all this mess, this nonsense.
0: Why don't I just walk up to the school? Park and walk 20 yards to the school like I do. You 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 guys have that
1: wonderful crossing guard. Yeah, That is the nicest lady lady I've ever seen. Love that lady. Greet her, walk, get your son, and walk the 50 yards back to your car. It wouldn't kill you to stretch your legs a little.
0: What happens to me is, at least in my head, um, there's other parents also waiting out there, and then you got to make small talk with them. No, you don't. And uh, they don't really like making small talk with me. So I I just like to get the kid in the car and go. But you don't get to do
1: that because then you get behind a car, then you're frustrated, (laughs) you grit those teeth. Uh, Give me some audio. I bet I know how your uh, principal responded. Did she send you this song? She would have cued it up a little bit better. Ike's song about the pickup line at his school. Cry,
0: cry, baby. Cry, baby. Cry, baby. Wow. That's hurtful. You're a crybaby. <laughs> you can't call a grown man a crybaby. <laughs> uh, you
1: know what? For some reason, you can, you can, <laughs> there are certain things you can and cannot call a man, like liar. You cannot do that. No. You can't call a guy a fool. I think you can call another Cry guy. I, think I, don't like all right. I don't like that either.
0: Is that is that one you think is too much? <laughs> I think it's a little. I'm about to throw fist. What? It's, it's 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Hey, good morning, Daniel. Morning. Uh, who is this on the phone? Jeremy. Jeremy. So you uh, agree with Tig? Uh, Tig was
1: expressing some frustration earlier about the pickup line. About it, people parking in the pickup line. At it's school. very frustrating. Yeah. Um, Jeremy, though he said that he wrote an email to the principal. Do you think that was a good thing to do?
0: Yes, and why is that you have to follow the chain of command That's, um, you know the principal runs the school need to let if a parent has an issue, they need to let the principal know but yeah. Jeremy, I'm
1: almost like the the principal can't control traffic. that doesn't even seem like the school school thing that they do.
0: And what the principal then does is delegate it
2: down to the people that run the pickup line to make sure that they keep the flow moving
1: correctly. Is there a, a person running that pickup line at the school, Tiger? Is it just all you, you guys kind of like just fall into line as normal? Uh,
0: we're supposed to just kind of operate on our own. You know, we just follow the rules. But if you go pick up your kid from school and somebody parks in the line that's supposed to be moving, it creates all sort. even just one car. You, you know, then you're yeah. stuck. It's just a mess.
1: But so, is there a person out there that's facilitating that, or it's just all up to the parents?
0: So far, all I can see is like the pe- the teachers are busy keeping up with the kids and stuff. There's nobody out there just for the pickup mm, line. I see. So, so
1: nobody's really running it.
0: There you go. But he agrees with me that I'm not a snitch. That I should have told the principal about the mm. issue.
1: Well, Jeremy, <laughs> would you uh, would you help us out here? Uh, you know, it's the twelve strays of Christmas. Uh huh. And do you know what that is? That's where Tag yep. and I have uh, we feature some. uh cats and dogs at thebulltulsa.com and you can go see these uh, cats and dogs if you're in the the spirit this morning or this holiday season to adopt or you're looking for a pet you can go see some of these pets now what i'd like you to do i'm gonna uh read a a thing today about archie who's a cat that's looking for a forever home and just every now and again i want you to just softly go meow (laughs) and pretend that you're archie could you help us with that jeremy okay all right, just a, every now and again, just a gentle little meow. Uh, Tiger, a meow. Yeah, Tiger, are you ready to hear, yeah, about let's hear about Archie on our Twelve Strays of Christmas again? All these animals at thebulltulsa.com. Archie is a male tuxedo domestic short-haired cat. Meow. <laughs> don't be sensual. Just, just a little, Jeremy, please. <laughs> Uh, Archie's estimated date of birth is September 9th, 2021. Archie's a charming young male with a heart full of curiosity and playful spirit. Meow, meow. Archie finds sheer joy in chasing his own tail and entertaining everyone around him with his playful antics. Meow. His friendly nature shines bright when he interacts with other cats who share his amicable, amicable demeanor. Meow. Yeah. His previous foster parent noted that Archie is quite weary around other larger dogs and prefers a serene environment without them as they make him understandably anxious. Meow. Yeah. He's in search of a loving home where he can experience tranquility and security. O- older children are welcome in his world where he can shower them with affectionate charm. Meow. Yeah. Archie's unique markings include black speckles on his front legs and a touch of black on his chin, making him not just adorable, but also one of a kind. Archie is the perfect match for you. He's eagerly awaiting a forever home where he can be cherished and loved unconditionally.
0: Meow. Well, there you go. (laughs) Jeremy, thank you. Archie's cute, man. I'm looking at (laughs) Yeah. Cute cat, man.
1: Nice. All right, so, Jeremy, now that you've uh, played the part of Archie, uh, you need to go to thebulltulsa.com and check out the Tiger Daniels 12 strays of Christmas.
0: All right, will do. All right, buddy. Thank you. He's a good cat. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so check out Archie and the other animals that are looking for forever homes this holiday season at thebulltulsa.com. Good morning, guys. I think the lady's okay, man. But did you see what happened here in uh, Tulsa yesterday? It's 98.5 The Bull. Welcome into Did You See. We take a look at what the heck's going on out there in the world. And right here in Tulsa, and Daniel, a lady, uh, the police think it was a road rage incident now. Uh, She's on a highway here in town, and she gets bumped off the bridge. And this isn't like, you know, the back roads, little bridge going over a creek or something you fish under. This is like a major drop, 60 feet. This lady fell in her car after what police suspect is a road rage incident. Uh, When she landed, she was able to get out of the car, and she was outside of the car waiting on emergency services when they showed up. They even launched a boat, but you know how it is around here with the river and stuff? Like there's some water, but then there's like a bunch of sand too, and so they didn't even need the boat. They were able to just walk up to the lady whose car went off the bridge.
1: I'm uh, amazed at the safety of vehicles these days. I was in a car accident once and kind of hit the... The side of a bridge and the car crumpled uh all around me but the inside of it where i was i was kept safe and i think maybe that's what happened with this lady she was able to uh, when the ems arrived they were walking up to the scene and she was able to get out and
0: yeah but walk what over s- to them scary fall 60 feet down after a road rage incident but uh she's in the hospital i can't give you a condition update but it doesn't seem like it's uh life-threatening at this point but what a scary yeah, event. Also, wear that seatbelt because oh, that man. kind of
1: thing can happen. Anything can happen. You ought to go see these pictures at newson6.com. It was it was wild.
0: What you got, Daniel?
1: Uh, have you heard about the red nails theory? It's a TikToker explaining her red nails theory. And see uh, see what you think if you agree with her or not. Here, I thing.
2: know guys are attracted to red nails, and I'll tell you why. It's called the red nails theory. Every time I have red nails, a guy comments on it. And I always thought red nails was like a grandma nail color. I was like, why are you liking red nails? And then it hit me. In the 90s, when we were growing up, women had a red nails a lot, especially, like, our moms. Guys are attracted to red nails because it reminds them of their moms when they were growing up taking care of them. Or, like, some sort of mommy issue with it. I swear to God.
0: Well, do you think that could be true, Tig? That we like red nails because it reminds us of our mom? I don't know about that. That's some Freud stuff, there, isn't it? It really
1: is. Uh, But I think she's referring to people born in the nineties. You were uh, about to graduate high school, so this would not pertain to you. Do you feel like you are attracted to women that remind you of your
0: mom? I don't think so. I've never had that. Who? Who knows? There, there are uh, attributes my mom has that I like. When you get sick, she's very like into that Uh and wants to take care of you. But what physical
1: attributes? I don't think you I have any. to when it comes to your mom? Don't just be honest, Tug, Let's dig deep here. It's a lady. That's all it takes, huh?
0: <laughs> <I'm> so <laughs> uncomfortable.
1: I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, did you see this? Uh, this is a bit of good news for Brenda Lee. You remember that song, Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree? Yeah. Just a music bed. Anyway, uh, it's hit number one for the first time, being released 65 years ago. Makes Brenda the oldest artist to ever top the chart at the age of 78. Ain't now, that crazy? When you hear this song, you think that's a grown woman singing that back in 1958. Guess how old Brenda Lee was at the time that was. Sounds recorded.
0: early 20s to me. That's a 13-year-old girl. Oh my god! And what a what a great song to have when you're 13. That's what they call mailbox money. Where you sing a song and then it just keeps making money year after year after year, and that was at Home Alone and stuff. But see, the problem is,
1: I wonder. uh, This is in the fifties, thirteen-year-old lady. I don't know that they gave them great residual checks and this and that. They have
0: those contracts. Maybe later
1: on in her career, she was able to. Can you tell me anything else she sings? No,
0: that's the one for her, huh?
1: So, number one after all these years. But I think if you record one good Christmas song, you're set
0: for oh, life. You're good. Uh, that Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer and that Feliz Navidad, those guys, they could have done nothing else and still just gotten very rich off that one song.
1: That Elmo and Patsy, Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer. If that was recorded today, do you think it would fly?
0: I don't know. Do you like new Christmas music? Like, you know how there's those old classics like Burl Ives and stuff, but then somebody will come and re-record it. Do you like all that? Name a new Christmas song. I can only think of one. Well, Carrie Underwood, like, did a a cover version of a lot of those old classics. I said, name a new, like... new, new song. Like, a new Jingle Bells? I don't know of one. The latest Christmas
1: song that I can think of is Mariah Carey's I Don't Want A Lot For Christmas, Mm -hmm. or All I Want Is You, whatever the name of it is. But other than that one, think of, like, one that was recorded in the last couple of years.
0: Can't think of one.
1: There you go. At so it's not
0: popular. Seems
1: like everybody would be trying to write that one Christmas song that would kind of like make it big. Finally, did you see this? A man's smartwatch might have saved his life after a bad fall in the woods. He uh, was walking his dog. Dog got startled. Uh, he fell and was driven, like, drugged down an embankment, and his watch was like, "Hey, uh, are you all right?" He got spooked, knocked me down, and then dragged me off the trail. I realized I couldn't move and I couldn't get up, and it was in a lot of pain. I couldn't even get to the phone because my phone was in my pocket, which I was laying on. Once the call was made into 911,
2: they stayed on with me until emergency services showed up.
1: Uh, This has happened to me before. I fell down an embankment. I was walking my dog, and he got after a rabbit or something, pulled me down this embankment. I fell so hard I saw stars. And my watch went, my Apple watch, and I looked down and it said, hey, are you okay? We've detected a fall. Uh, if you're not okay, we'll send somebody out. And it had like a timer counting down. In case you were knocked ins- out and you did press that I was all right. you are yeah. okay. And so then I was like, man, this is really great. I'm going to get this for my uh, aging parents in case they fall down. And the little thing about these Apple watches, they only work if you wear them. Yeah. I gave one to my dad. I was like, we need to wear this because the guy falls down quite a bit and uh, wears it about a week, then puts it. On a shelf somewhere. (laughs) Isn't that good, though, that you have these things that nowadays you always need to keep these in mind, too? If you have an Amazon Alexa in your house or if you have any of those smart speakers, those things can also call and get help for you.
0: Yeah, especially as uh, people get older, falling is a big threat to them. And if they can't move after, you know, fracturing a hip, they can yell out or an iPhone can call for them.
1: My, my sister's a physical therapist down in Alabama, and she got to the house the other day. Lady just laying on the floor, been laying there for hours. Oh, my God. I know, man.
0: Terrible. Well, there you go. There's technology that can help us along. It's 98.5 The Bull with Ty again, Daniel. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care,
1: your locally owned health plan.
0: Well, Daniel says that... Um About the house that I live in here, he says I live in a shed. It's a a very tiny house, I'll give you that. Oh my
1: gosh, is it tiny.
0: It's uh, 100 years old next year. I'm going to have a big 100-year party and all that stuff, and you're coming. And um, anyway, as a result of living in a very, very tiny house, and it's me, I got a kid, I got a wife, we got some pets, um, if anything comes in the house, something has to leave the house too, because there's just not enough storage space, right? So if we get like an inflatable pool, which is you know, fold that up. It takes up a lot of space. I got to get rid of something. And um, so I finally got off my, my rear and decided to get motivated a couple of days ago. And I said, I've got to clean out the garage and I have three car seats in there, three car seats. My son, he finally got to that height or whatever the cutoff was where he can just sit on a booster. Now I got three car seats. Did you know that Goodwill will not take car seats?
1: I did know that. And at first I thought, well, that's um, not a
0: good policy, but it turns out there's a reason for that. The reason is, and I I was racking my brain. I'm like, why wouldn't they take a car seat? Because car seats, um, they're expensive. People need them. I hate to see a kid riding around in a car without one just because it's unaffordable. So I thought, you know, that would be a good place. Uh, But what they don't know at goodwill about a car seat is has it been in a wreck already? And I guess if a car seat's been in a wreck, it could um, negate the safety of the car seat itself. And so they won't take it um, however I did find a place there's uh, the infant and child services here in Tulsa and um, you know I told them I was just honest and I said there's never been a wreck I've never wrecked my car that I know of um, my wife's never wrecked a car and they were more than happy to take them over there and uh, if you've ever shopped for car seats and you're on a budget man that is a budget buster those car seats and so um, if you are looking for places to drop off car seats, if it's not Goodwill, there are other places that will take those car seats. And they were so happy to get those car seats. And, I, you know, I felt almost guilty about it because I'm like, oh, my God, I've had these in my garage for six months. If I'd have known, I would have brought them earlier. And then I had some like old baseball gloves and stuff. They, they just anything that they can get their hands on, especially heading into the holiday season. Uh, Infant child services here in Tulsa is a great organization great
1: organization But you shouldn't feel guilty that you had on held onto the car seats for a little while because these are sentimental You know things to you too. there was right? a
0: little sentimentality to that I, I admit, but really they were just sitting in the garage doing nothing and You know because I was lazy. I knew goodwill wouldn't take them So then I said oh well they'll just sit here for another six months until I figure this out and finally I did and um, You know most of those people have drive-throughs and stuff. It's super easy. They'll come out with employees and get it out for you so um, if you've got stuff like that laying around, there's a severe need in Tulsa, anything to do with babies, uh, you might think it's junk, but somebody else might go, geez, that, that's going to really help a family out, especially heading into the holidays. Um, so there you go. Car seats, not at Goodwill. <laughs> Although you can drop anything uh, off at Goodwill you want after they're closed.
1: You can't. You're going to
0: get in trouble, buddy. It's <laughs> get... yeah, a joke. It's a joke. Don't do that. But Daniel used to work at Goodwill. <laughs> oh, yeah, you come back in from the um,
1: <clears throat> the weekend, and there would be a tremendous pile of things out there. Some yeah, good, some stuff bad. Stuff that you
0: couldn't uh, yeah. donate. It's 98.5 The Bull. Hey, good morning, guys. Here's what's happening at the Osage Casino Hotel Skyline Event Center.
1: December 10th, Marie oh, Osmond. January 19th, John Michael Montgomery. A... February 9th, The Commodores.
2: March second, Neil McCoy.
0: Tickets available at osagecasino.com. Only at Osage Casino Hotel Tulsa. I'll give you a quiz, Daniel. Who has the largest inventory of new cars in the entire state of Oklahoma?
1: Jackie Cooper Nissan,
0: and it's right here in town. Oh yeah, Jackie Cooper Nissan has the largest selection right now. And uh, you guys are busy. You have lives to lead. Can't go to like ten different places. Why not start a Jack and Cooper Nissan where they already have the largest selection of inventory? And on the new cars, low interest rates all over the lot. And if you're like me, I'll probably have to use a trade-in, right? Need to get rid of my car now, get a new car? Up to $1,500 more than Kelly Blue Book says your car is even worth.
1: Why would you take it anywhere else? Why would you take it at somebody that just gave you Kelly Blue Book value? I'd rather have more.
0: Also... You think it's the holiday season, and you're out there, you're buying gifts for the kids, and you're buying gifts for your parents. Why not treat yourself? You've been working hard all year. Nissan, they got those low interest rates, more for your trade. Treat yourself this holiday season. You know what I'm saying? You're right, buddy. JackieCooperNissan.com. Dana will get you one of those big bows, too. I ain't doing all that. <laughs> you won't do that. No. Go to Dollar Tree, man.
1: <laughs> you think you get a
0: car-sized bow at Dollar Tree? <laughs> Maybe it's a dollar twenty-five now. It's make,
1: th- hey, make promises for you, not for me.
0: Jackie Cooper Nissan, the largest inventory in Oklahoma, low interest rates, and up to fifteen hundred dollars more than your car's worth. Jackie 98.5 com. Ninety-eight five, the bull with Ty and Daniel. I see Daniel that there's um. Several places in Tulsa and our surrounding communities that uh, use those igloos now at bars where you can go inside an igloo and drink. It's not like made out of ice, but it, it's plastic, you know, Yeah. But it looks like an igloo. And, uh, you know, I was reading this one place called Welltown Brewing. They have uh, a bunch of those igloos you can rent. And they say it's like sitting outside on a patio even during the winter because it gets warm in there. So you can do patio drinking, but you're just in an igloo. And uh, this guy says they really caught on. Guess why they caught on? And
1: Instagramable the, opportunity. That's why.
0: That's a decent guess, but he said the guy who runs Welltown is that during the pandemic, that was a way for them to isolate people separately. You, you know, this group's in this igloo, another group's in another igloo, and so you're not sharing germs with uh, uh, other parties. And it it turned out to be a success, so they just continue it. So as you look around town, um, that's part of the reason that they caught on was because we were trying to isolate. Now we don't have to do so much of that. But um, there you go. You can rent them, Daniel. Would you, me and you, just like to rent an igloo by ourselves? No, I'm in a small room with you enough throughout the week. <laughs> This is like our own radio igloo, kind of, right? Yeah, we ought to do the show live from about one week in one of those tiny igloos. One of the igloos. What up, Tulsa? It's Tiger Daniel. Luke Bryan on
1: 98.5 The Bull. Got two nephews down in Alabama, one-year-old and a uh, three-year-old. And boy, it's are the, two brothers, and all they do is fight. The latest is uh, biting and it's the youngest it's the one-year-old now biting the three-year-old mm-hmm. i mean bites him bad bites him all over the place i was home for thanksgiving and uh i heard the three-year-old crying going there his mouth is bleeding i was like what in the world is going on he's he's like grant bit me and they his little brother had bit his lips oh my god and i was like what were you doing he said uh trying to give him a kiss Oh no! And his little brother uh bit his lip it was bleeding and then yesterday my sister uh, sends me a picture now the littlest one has bit him on the back. What are you supposed to do to get a kid to quit
0: biting? Well, I remember um, that when my kid was in, like, I guess, preschool or, you know, nursery age or whatever, that uh, we would every now and then get a note that Mac was bitten by somebody or maybe here and there Mac bit somebody, and I can't remember for the life of me what we did to, to stop all that.
1: Well, and here's the situation, too, is because I, I know that the 3-year-old Picks on the one-year-old a little bit too. Maybe he goes and takes a toy away from him, or mm-hmm. is doing whatever, and maybe the one-year-old's only defense is to bite. Yeah. So then you've got, a, I guess, my sister then has to get onto both of them. It's what a mess. And I'm like, Amy, you're gonna have to be dealing with this for 15 more years. Just constant biting. How come as adults we don't bite anymore? <laughs> I would love sometimes i get mad oh at you, just God. come over
0: there and bite you right on the arm. You know how bad it hurts? Have you ever been chewing food, and I'll do this like once every couple months, and you bite your cheek, and mm-hmm. you barely bite it, and it hurts like you can't believe it? Right. Could you imagine if you actually tried to bite somebody, how bad that would hurt on them? That's what I'm saying. I'm going to start biting
1: you here at work. Right <laughs> no, you the, can't do that. It's right a violation. on your back in between your shoulder blades, just as hard as
0: I can. No, I'm not a, of legal mind. However, I would think that human resources... Would have something to say if you started biting I've people I've never over. seen
1: anything in the handbook up here at work about biting.
0: That's true. They Show need me to, one thing. They need to add a page to it. No, that's my loophole. If I get <laughs> mad at
1: you, I'm going to bite you right on the hand. <laughs>
0: okay. The
1: Tiger Daniel Podcast. Brought to you by Snow's Furniture.